Yeah. Mm. Yeah, break it down. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a rap edition <laughs> of Peter Shea's Board Game Alliance, episode number 82. Nice. Yeah. I am your host, Joey, zanely zooming with Zarfs while zealously zesting zucchinis at Zulu's D's. Yes! Yeah! Wow. Point for Joe. Take okay, that, bravo. zucchini. That's like one to 40? Yeah. Like hey, we're on the board. <laughs> Call me the Mariners. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> wow. With me today, of course, is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Oh, well, I'm doing great now. I've defeated Sean Epperson of Thing 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> and running the boards, the lovely Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Vicky B. Vicky B. Vicky B. Josh, how can the lovely Geek Nationals get a hold of us if they want to rap along with us? Uh, go to BJGeekNation.com. You get all the podcast blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. More! more! Wow, Sean's just pouting. He didn't more. More. That's what happens when you beat him. You defeat the man, and now he is defeated. Also search for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes. Boom. And check out all our awesome videos, because guys, what were you doing over the weekend a weekend ago? <laughs> well, we were trying to get to the airport. Well, that didn't happen. No, no, it did no, not. No, it did not. <laughs> we went to Dice Fest. Dice Woo! Fest! Yeah. We went up to the most impressive middle school of all times, Valley View Middle School, school, middle school in Snohomish, Washington. Um... And we got to play Dice Fest, Flying Frog Amazingness. Now, we had talked about this middle school <laughs> in some previous <laughs> episodes. Did it live up to the hype? Oh, yes. Yes. It's like a college campus. It's not a middle school. <laughs> it's not a middle school. Well, this isn't even a high school we're talking about. This is no. a middle school. <laughs> yes. Yep. Is this the future of all schooling? It they, should be. Yeah. <laughs> it should be. Worthy of a board game hall? Oh, yeah, Several. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dice Fest. Dice That's Fest. Fun. So how was it? What did we experience? Barbecue. Ooh, you had me. <laughs> I was talking about game. We were, I think games were. You can barbecue oh. a game. Oh, okay. I don't well, think it would taste good. We had barbecue. Okay. Just so you know, it was amazing. And <laughs> by happenstance, yesterday was National Pulled Pork Day. Ooh, so you were dipping I ate pulled, pulled pork. pork. Mm, yeah. Did you have macaroni and cheese pulled pork? No, we're oh. saving that for extra life. Extra life. <laughs> what we did do, though, is we got to play a game of Last Night on Earth by Flying Frog Games. But we didn't just play any old game. Mm -hmm. uh, they put together, you know those lunchroom tables? A long board of an infested board of, of already uh, loaded down with zombies. And basically, we had to get out of town. It was time to go. And normally, when you play that game, it's get to the truck, find the gas, find the keys, you win the game. No, we had three trucks. They, all, they had gas. We had to get out and get to the airport. Ah, okay. So you're running from zombies on an airplane now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried to. We, we had the best of intentions. <laughs> Well. I, I had what <laughs> Sally, the teenage heartthrob, or, yep. or or something like that. And I was uh, the pastor. <laughs> Sean, the pastor. So the teenage heartthrob and the pastor were hanging out at the high school gym for fill in your own thoughts there. Um, but we got to a truck. We did. We quickly ran to one. There were keys in the truck. Do you guys not know every horror film? Never go for the obvious <laughs> escape route. That never works. Well, typically, if you're going for an escape route, you also bring. Weapons? Well, yeah, we we left those back. But what is the heartthrob going to have that. besides? <laughs> I don't know. She had luck. She was lucky. 
just were you lucky not though? For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we weren't. <laughs> New. So the other uh, eight people at the table, they took time to find weapons before getting in their trucks. Hmm. And uh, we we were like, well, hey, let's just get to the airplane. We got a truck. We don't really need to pick up anybody along the way. Because you can run over zombies in the truck. Yeah. That's so a badass truck. That was our weapon. We wanted to speed bump the zombies. You know, I'm starting to agree with you guys now. We get in the truck. <laughs> we run over like three zombies right out there. Yeah. Day. It's great. Then the rolling went a little downhill after that. <laughs> That's how rolling should go. Downhill makes it easier. Yeah, we ended up with, I think, six zombies on the truck. Yeah, so if you miss hitting a zombie when you hit it, if it doesn't get crushed under the truck, uh, it has a chance of, well, moving up to the side, but it also has a chance of crawling on top of the vehicle. <laughs> we had the party zombie bus. Yes, <laughs> I like this. We did for a minute. It was entertaining until we both died. <laughs> well, how did you die? Did you crash your car? I mean, the zombies just wanted to party. They're no. on the vehicle. They're attacking us. These are hero zombies, sir. They now drive the bus. <laughs> oh, they are the captain now. <laughs> we, we, at that point, switched teams. You can switch teams in mid-zombie assault? Well, yes. if we're dead. You turned you into turned a into zombie. Zombies. Yeah, hero zombies. Ah, hero <laughs> zombies. So another truck had passed us by, loaded down with people, and only like one zombie. Apparently they were using weapons to kill the zombies. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Um, well, we uh, we like, well, let's ram the truck. We'll hit it with our zombie truck. So we, we drive up and we bump them to the side a little bit. We're not very good zombies. You did drivers. run them off the road. The zombie party bus couldn't take down. They hit a barrier, and it 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 they yep. didn't do anything. It was a speed bump for them. We pulled up alongside them though, yeah, so we, we broadside them. them. And we asked, "Hey, uh, Flying Frog, can we jump onto their car?" And they're like, "Absolutely, you can." Awesome. Except for Sally, because she's driving. I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'll I'll zombie drive." You, Sean, the pastor zombie, let. The teenage driver drive the zombie bus? Yep. Well, yeah, she was driving the whole time. Well, <laughs> he was praying. You were praying. <laughs> didn't work out so well. <laughs> he didn't have weapons. What was he going to do? Um, he had thoughts and prayers. Didn't yeah. save me. So the eight zombies and Sean roll to attempt to jump to the other truck. Sean makes it. Yay. Huzzah. All eight zombies hit the ground. <laughs> Stupid zombies. We are not very dexterous zombies. So you started off this lovely dice te- fest with a zombie drive-by that failed. Yes. <laughs> it was a party bus of zombie amazingness. But we did kill a couple other humans, uh, yes! turned some to our side. Ah, did anyone ever actually make it to a plane and escape? Several. Yeah. There's, wow. a, there's at least four people that got to the airplane. This is not how my jammed. horror movies go. I'm not going to let you know. I did miss it, though. Was Sean Harold still in the building at the opposite end of the airfield? Uh, no, he actually did get away. He got away. He oh, got man. away. Sad, sad type. I hope you didn't let BJ get away. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to become a zombie and annoy all the zombies. Uh, BJ wasn't there. He was actually at home prepping for Extra Life. <laughs> Woo! Which we, what we may do? have forgot to talk about. Um, He's like, well, you know what? That's why this awesome segue is going to lead us into the next event everyone can go to. That's right. On November 2nd and 3rd, starting at 8 a.m. November 2nd, ending at 8 a.m. November 3rd, which all those mathing that's clearly 25 hours because of the time change because mm-hmm. when it's fall you fall back that's right which gives you an extra hour of sleep or, or board gaming, board gaming. <laughs> <laughs> or hour to ruin BJ's life by donating $5 on Twitch yes that's all it takes to ruin BJ's life $5 <laughs> 
It's clearly one bad day. Right? You can ruin my life for $10. See, I'm the expensive version. Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're not up. Yeah. You're the, the, put Joey in the quarter and tie him down so he can't roll any dice. Well, if you want to come by Zulu's on November 3rd, or excuse me, November 2nd. Uh, through the 3rd. Through the 3rd. <laughs> We will be there board gaming for 25 hours. We will have game raffles. We got games from publishers from all over. We got games that we have lovingly pre-punched and pre-baggied for you. Hmm. Uh, okay, they're used. But you can <laughs> but win they're them. used from us, so that makes them special. Yeah, so very well taken care of games. Uh, there will be raffle tickets for those. 100% of those raffle tickets go to the Extra Life, uh, specifically Seattle Children's Hospital. We'll have special food and drink. And we have our special food, yes. our, our our awesome menu item, the Omega item this year. Let me get the drum roll going. Last year was the Omega burger. This year we have Omega mac and cheese. Yes, yeah. the best food. The last mac and cheese you'll ever need. Uh, <laughs> what makes it so special? Other than being made from several different types of cheeses, house made with a special uh, pasta that I can't remember the name of because all those onis, you just don't Cap know. Cap macaroni. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, will be topped with pulled pork. Pulled pork. That's meat on your mac and cheese. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> if you've never mixed barbecue sauce with mac and cheese, well, let me tell you, when you add pulled pork to it as well, whew, it's quite the combination. Oh, do you want to know something? you go next your level? Yes. Put all that on a baked potato. <laughs> on a baked potato. Oh, I, I used to potatoes. do that. I used to work at a, re- a barbecue yeah. joint. That's what I would do. Vicky is amazing. a mad scientist. <laughs> I have to go. We're talking about barbecue. <laughs> you know, I've heard that a person in this room has never had barbecued pork on their mac and cheese. I have not. Well, he grew up in... Uh, uh, communist Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Sean, you're in for a treat. Because let me tell you, it is mind-blowing. <laughs> so good. I'm going to have to try it. But all this can be done at Zulu's November 2nd through the 3rd. Come join us. Come watch us on stream. And you don't have to be there for 25 hours. You want to come down for an hour, do it. You want to come down for 25 hours, do it. Speaking of delicious food... We also have some special sausages. Oh, yes. So, Uli's Mm. famous sausage, we have confirmed we are getting men's room brat. Men's room Mm. brats. And we'll be making three or four specific menu items out of that brat, including a Seattle dog. Yay! That which has cream cheese, for those who don't know. Fantastic. And grilled onions. Oh, yeah. Grilled onions? Dude, if you've never been to Seattle and had a Seattle dog, you're missing out. There's nothing like coming out of a club or a bar drunk at 2 a.m. and getting a nice, (laughs) delicious Seattle dog. You know, we love board games, but we also really love food. That's kind of our side love. (laughs) I don't know if they've noticed that. (laughs) (laughs) But if you guys haven't ever had a men's room sausage, by the way, they are huge. Like, think your normal sausage and then double, maybe even triple the size. Yeah, so right now, even before it happens, thank you, Uli's. It's going to be amazing. All of this extra life for a great cause, for the kids. We like to game for the kids. We like to game for many reasons. <laughs> but Play games, heal kids. That's right. Well, moving along, guys, we have been playing some games. Really? You mentioned the first one, of course, during your dice event. What other games have you been playing? Did you get to experience anything else there? Or did you play something at home that, well, blew your mind? Well... <laughs> I this one comes out once or twice a year. It's a larger game, but it's an amazing game. Rising Sun by Simon. Come on, come on, guys. Too many or not? Come on. They're, they're like Puff Daddy, P Daddy, P. In that they keep changing their name, but we'll go with Come on right now. I think is where we're at. Come on right come now. On. 
Um, Rising Sun is, on its surface, an area control game with the most amazing minis on the planet. There are Oni, there are Kami, there are dragons, there is a god Gojira. Gojira! And when he comes out on the board, he goes into the water. And then during the war phase, you pick a spot, he goes to it smashing all strongholds. Yeah. Basically, it's the anti-turtle strategy. (laughs) Ah, I... I love the anti-turtle strategy because my first instinct is always to turtle. Just gather all the resources. Hide. <laughs> In this game, the turtle clan, their strongholds are giant turtles. Really? So therefore, they can attack and have one force. Nobody else's turtle or strongholds <laughs> can do that. Yeah, they can move and attack. Does Gojira fight a giant war elephant in this game? I'm sorry. There are no war elephants. No! I'll take turtle elephants instead. This is the second in the uh, series. This is the follow-up from the team that gave us Blood Rage. Yeah. This is Eric Lang and Adrian Smith doing the art. Uh, and then the third in this series will be coming hopefully later this year called Ankh, which is all Egyptian themed. This but looks this, really cool. This is Japanese theme. And what you do is you get these Mahjong tiles. And on your turn, you draw four and you pick one of those tiles to do an action. Harvest, Marshal, which is moving, Recruit, or even Betray. Um Betray is because you have alliances. There's a tea party phase in the beginning. So me and Joey, me and you, we might be uh, allied up. and Sitting down for some tea. Whenever I pick an action, you get the bonus as well as the main action, and so do I. We are That's, sharing the tea. Yeah, yes. and we don't, we don't uh, hurt each other when we go for area control. When do I tell you that I poisoned your tea? <laughs> when you play the betrayal. Ha-ha! <laughs> you spills the tea. <laughs> the betrayal breaks the alliance immediately. You lose honor, and I gain honor. Oh, I think I gain honor. <laughs> but then when you betray, you also take two, any other two players' uh, figures, one of each, off the board. Okay, that makes sense. So when you betray, it may not actually hurt the person you were allied with. There are opportune times to agree to betray. Well, you did enjoy the tea, didn't you? It was good. It was <laughs> great tea. Very good. Uh, but in this game, you negotiate everything. So we played uh, with BJ. This game no. usually takes around two to three hours with a normal group. Okay, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Six hours. We clocked in at eight. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Note how he said normal. <laughs> not normal. Dang group. it, I was being too generous. And I'm not saying this is one of those that people say you should just negotiate. It makes a better game. No, in the book, there is a, um, a box for every action specifically telling you the best way to negotiate those actions. They want you to negotiate this game. This is an above-board game. I mean, I I love it. It looks awesome. I mean, you weren't kidding about the miniatures, by the way. I mean, I don't know if you can get the deluxe edition with them painted, but you should. You can't buy them painted, uh, but I'm sure you can pay somebody a lot of money to have them painted <laughs> because there are uh, three expansions for this. The Monsters, uh, Kami Unbound, which instead of just having the gods as a temple you go to, they come to the world and help you on the map. Uh, and then the Sun and Moon expansions, which add in two more clans, making it a six-player game with eight options of clans. That's a lot of options. It's a really fun game. I can't recommend it enough. So I do have a question. Yes. Who won said eight-hour game? <coughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, this isn't usually something that's up to interpretation. <laughs> BJ won with a score of 64 over uh, my sister, whose score is 62. Okay. Well, in the middle of the night last night, I got a text from my sister. And it was, oh, when I, when we were playing, I had an Oni, that's one of the demon monsters, that when I win a battle, I get 
uh, two points per Oni I have. I had two Onis. I won my last battle. So really, the score was 66 to 64. I like this version so of the story. One. <laughs> the one where BJ loses. Mm. It was two days later, so I don't know how legit that is. But Sean, can we I'll get a referee's uh, judgment? Uh, well, with BJ losing, uh, I'm going to have to weigh in favor of Katira. All right. Boom. It's official. Has official. been read. <laughs> Nothing can be taken back. You'll lose. <laughs> I should take Katira wins. But uh, how do you feel about the game? Did it play well? Oh, I love that game. I'll play it at any time. I don't care if it goes long or short. Um the war phase is where that game is really at because you spend the whole political phase trying to gather money, essentially, and move your guys around. But the war phase is blind bidding on several steps, and then you have to resolve those steps in order. Now, you can commit seppuku, which you kill all your own guys, but you get honor for it. Mm. But you could just bid that to make sure nobody else does it. Then you don't even have to do it. I don't. I can fake it. You can fake it. It's a hard thing to fake, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you win that, then it stops Vicky. That may have been her strategy. Well, hmm. I can't win this. I'll just kill my guys and I'll get some easy points. Well, you could stop her. There will be no easy points around here for anyone. And then there's taking hostage, and then there's hiring Ronan, and then you even can get points if you if you're the poet. Imperial poets at the end of battle, after it's been resolved and all the people that have been killed have been killed, if you want imperial poets, you get points based on any figure that died. Yours, theirs, doesn't matter. Are you writing poetry about the dead guys? You're telling the story. Doesn't sound like a very fun story. <laughs> well, it's the story of the battle. <laughs> it's true. That's true. You're remembering the 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 sacrifice from the sidelines. Yes, like a <laughs> smart poet. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds awesome. I think I would definitely be down to play one of these kind of games. I like the games where there's a lot of negotiating and a lot of hidden betting. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like those that's, two. That's that game in a nutshell. They really go hand in hand, and they tend to infuriate certain individuals <laughs> we may know. Uh, Sean, how about you? You've been playing some games? Uh, I did. Actually, I got one of my Kickstarters that came in fairly recently, which Ooh. is Court of the Dead, The Mourner's Call by Project Raygun. Uh, we played that with uh, Josh. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can things. move on. Skip. <laughs> uh, Josh was targeted non-stop in this game. By everyone. So what happened? If you guys could see his face, it looks like a scrunched up Grinch. It was not... <laughs> It was not a pleasant day. So, Court of the Dead is an area control game at heart. Area majority. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Area majority. Real quick, what's the difference between the two? So, the difference between an area majority is whoever has the most at a spot. Everybody can go to a spot, but whoever has the most at the end of a turn or a round uh, is actually going to get to control that spot. Uh, in area control, it's um, you're, you're fighting back and forth to at the time that that occurs. So, winner take all versus a little bit of for everyone? Is that kind of what it is? You can both be there. Yeah. In area control, at the end of it, you're the only one there. Got it. Usually. Yeah. Uh, so the concept of the game is that heaven and hell are con you know, continuing their war, their never-ending war. Uh, we're these demon princes in the underworld uh, representing flesh, bone, or spirit. And that's chosen uh, blindly or secretly at the beginning of the game to give you kind of a way to kind of focus your stuff. After that, uh, basically you're going to be trying to win death's favor by showing like how good you are. You should be placed as uh, you know, at the 
right side of I want to be hand. the top demon prince. Yes. Got in it. my experience in the play, death is very petty because it was all about <laughs> who, could, who could just block Josh at the last possible second. <laughs> so what you're doing is you are collecting souls by, by spending this uh, currency called Ethereum. It's these crystals. Uh, you're spending those to actually play cards at your hand. You can get cards from different factions. When you play those cards, you get these minis uh, that are really cool looking. There's two different types. Um, they're basically different factions within Spirit, different factions within Bone, and you actually go up on this track for those as well. Um, you can do a whole lot in your turn. Basically, there's the beginning phase is you find out how much Ethereum is there for everybody, a currency to have. You divvy it up, everybody takes what they want, and then you go around and do your turns. You're putting guys out in different spaces. Um, once everybody's decided to pass, then you go through and you resolve all the different spots and see who has the majority in those areas. Wait, you res- you get stuff off the board? If you have the majority in an area, yes. That never happened. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Josh, you were the prince that nobody liked. The whole game, I got nothing off that board. Not nothing? one thing. Nothing. Zero. You were the guy in the Not group, off the, the main board. Last. Not off the sideboard. You had two boards. You couldn't even get not, not one. <laughs> I thought I did every time, but then like, oh, and I'll do this, and uh, yeah, I'll put it in front of Josh. <laughs> so you get I things off pouting. the board, but then you also get bonuses for the factions that you are uh, basically aligned the most with, uh, so everybody can align with those factions. And nope. Josh got screwed <laughs> out of that <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Josh, so, I think you got to work on your haggling. <laughs> there was no haggling. They just like threw rocks at me. It was unpleasant. There was some haggling. There was a couple times where I, you know, tell someone, "Hey, you really need to move out of that spot because I'm going to do something mean, and I don't want to do it to you." I yeah, can do it that to wasn't else. me. He was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I was the someone else. Can't you just stay right there? That's that's right where you need to be. So even though the shenanigans happened. I still really enjoyed the game, and I had a smile on my face the whole time. I like it. it it's very, uh, I don't know how you describe the art, but it, it is, I mean, it's very undead, of course, because right. you're a demon mm-hmm. prince, but it feels almost like, uh, oh, what do you think, like Halloween-y very type. Very gothic. Yeah, yeah, gothic, and the art style is, uh, I wouldn't say cartoony, but it is definitely more uh, maybe, what's the word? It's like high for? fantasy. High fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The, I mean, <laughs> it's stellar production values on it, too, because yeah. I had all the Kickstarter extras, right? So Of, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, metal coins and... Metal skulls. Metal skulls, yeah. So you had this tracker board uh, as you're getting different resources that you can use to spend for different uh, different reasons. Um, the, the tracker on your player board... Typically, you have a, uh, a chip marker. I actually have these metal skulls that slot in, and they track up and down. So this, <laughs> all, it, it adds to the theme of everything. This feels really cool. I just saw really the metal cool. trackers that you were talking about. Yeah, they look so dope. <laughs> they are, they're actual, like, half skulls. Yeah. That's they're awesome. Cool. <laughs> Man, this has a bunch of stuff. When does this? Uh, when did this Kickstarter, Sean? When did you end up getting it? This came in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I mean, Kickstarter backers are just getting their copies. So it's not out in retail yet. Okay, uh, definitely okay. be looking for this because it's an awesome game. The box is massive too. I couldn't put it in any of my regular game bags. I mean, I'm yeah, just looking at all the miniatures they have. It's incredible. I mean, that this is ridiculous. This box must be gigantic. Yeah, it's huge. It's just so massive, but it's so good. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a board game store and like just kind of looked around and seen. 
missing that one box on the shelf that is taking up like the entire display. <laughs> you're like, well, how do you afford that? Where do you put it? It's the shelf bender box. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not just a, like a thick box, you know, as far as like how deep it is, but it's also like tall and wide. It's just massively sized. It's your display box. This is the one <laughs> you show <much>. everyone. Yes. <laughs> uh, Josh, how about you? Have you been playing anything else? Well, we got to play another one called Hadera by Seaman Games. That one, you kind of almost want to think it's Seven Wonders e because you are building a town essentially but in this one it's we need people so you're bringing people into your town and it's an interesting kind of a drafting game there's a rondelle in the middle of the board and at the beginning of the game you're you're not separated by player color but by player symbol and in the middle of the board all the symbols are there and you turn this dial and it tells you where to draw your cards from you draw two cards and then you have options. You're going to pick one of the cards to put back face up on the board. And then the other card, you either chuck it and get coins, or you spend coins to add it to your city. And then you go through until all the cards are gone, and then you get these options. You can do a military action if, you have a, if you've gotten enough resources in red. And you also can uh, build a statue, which is based on your culture. Then you do another round where you now all these face-up discarded cards back to the board... Now you're taking turns in turn order buying one of the face-up cards. So now you can see what's going on. And you go through that a few times, and it's very point salad And by the end of the third age, then you just you have all these people. And the more people you get of, say, red cards, that discounts those later cards. So if you have five red cards, you have five off the price of the, uh, the new card. But all those resources you get, you never need to... Um, you don't actually spend those. You just—it's your production value. You're all like building your own society here. Yeah, exactly. And then, but at the end of every round, of course, you have to feed your people. <laughs> people are hungry. The number of your cards. If you don't have as much food as the number of your cards, you have to start discarding cards. And then, at that point, if you discard a card, that reduces the production on one or more uh, rows of your resources. So you got to be careful because you could actually cascade at that point. So how did this work out for you? I've played it a few times. I don't think I've ever won yet. Hmm. And I think BJ holds a high score of 197. How did that happen? It's very point salad <laughs> You can buy these medals, uh, silver medals. They get you half point for whatever color you choose of resource by the end of the game. So if you've got 30 gold, you get 15 points. Okay, that's easy enough. But the gold medals are seven points per set of cards. And you can get that medal twice, so you're getting 14 points per set. So if you got five sets of cards, that's a lot of points. That's a crazy amount of cards. And the cards are all people, for those of you who yeah. don't know. They all essentially, instead of building like a building, you just get a person. Yeah. And, the, and the cards are really well balanced. And like, oh, this card gives me a ton of resources, but no victory points. So this card gives me one or two resources, but eight victory points. So it's really thinking that it's quick. It plays in about 45 minutes. Uh I really do love that game. I played it several times with lots of people, new players, experienced people, players. Yeah, it seems like a different take on Seven Wonders, to be honest with you, when I look at it. I yeah. actually like it better than Seven Wonders. Really? When so I, do I. When I went into it, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But when I got done, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this game. It's it's fantastic. It lets you go in so many different directions. You never feel like, ah, I can't do anything I want to do. Just which direction do you want to lean? I like it. I'll have to try it. I like Seven Wonders a lot. And, I mean, if this one's better... Yeah. Uh, I like to see things get improved. I can't lie about that, guys. <laughs> I, um, we have time for one last game played. 
Uh, I'll talk about Abomination. Ooh. So this is a good, good game to talk about for Halloween. Uh, Abomination is by Plaid Hat Games. This is the heir of Frankenstein. The concept of the game is you're in France, uh, and you're basically, you've been visited by Frankenstein's monster. He said, hey, guess what? You're going to make me a friend. And if you don't, you know, bad things are going to happen for you. There's a lot of story in this game. So you're basically going around to all these different places. You're getting body parts. You're getting skin and meat and bone and, and blood from Yum. different <laughs> different, yeah. different locations. So you can get a body from the morgue or you can get a body from the hospital or you can go dig one up out of the grave. But you get worse parts depending on how long the body's been out there. Uh, if you want a fresh body, you can go murder someone and get fresh parts. So it's a really grisly thematic game. Not how for children, con- probably. Yeah, I just say, how <laughs> convenient. I never thought of just murdering someone for a body. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so then you take those parts the, in the form of cubes and you turn them in to actually make body parts. And you get these, uh, these uh, cardboard tokens that are actually body shaped. So like you get an arm, you get a head, you get a torso, legs, and they start out without skin. So you see lots of sinew and flesh and whatnot. Um, And then you use blood and other pieces to turn those over. So now they're skinned. And once they're skinned, then you can use electricity to try and turn those parts alive. If you can make your entire Frankenstein-y monster alive, then uh, you end the game, everybody counts up their victory points, and you read a story piece that talks about the Frankensteins, you know, he's happy that what you did, or there's a guy that's kind of tracking the game, there's a game clock, he's the guy that's tracking this, uh, the original Frankenstein's monster, and if he gets to the end and nobody's completed their monster, then you read a different ending. At the beginning of every round, there's a story card that you pull up, and the player that's first player is going to read it, and then they decide, sometimes it's like, you know, the second player or player of your choice, or it may affect you, but you have to make a choice of something. It's like, you know, this thing happens, do you do this or do you do that? And oh, then you decide, cool. and then someone else may have to like read from the book for you, and they read whatever decision that you made, how that planned out for you. So there's that kind of Euro-y going out, collecting things to make stuff, but also adding in really cool story beats and, and you know, bringing that theme home all the time. Like, it's really good. It reminds really me of cool like game. a murder mystery, except instead of solving a mystery, you're building a Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> I like games that kind of have story that go along with it so that there are things that are unplanned that you don't know that kind of influence the board. Because, like, sometimes when you sit down, like, for a worker placement and you look, you kind of know what's going to happen because everyone has a set amount of actions. Yep. But when a new turn starts and all of a sudden Frankenstein's monster is, like, coming alive, and you're like, you got to build your monster. Hurry, fight it, do something. It's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Uh, it's a very unique game. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, it, the game is really gorgeous as far as like all the pieces and, and whatnot. Uh, your player board, you've got these things that you have to manage, like how influential you are, uh, your smarts, like as you do things, you get to increase your brain capacity, um, your ability to do things. So you're, you're managing a lot of different things in the game. But it, it's just really richly rewarding when you play it. Great timing for Halloween. Did your monster yeah. come alive? I did not, sadly. Oh. I was uh, behind the curve on that one, but uh, I was having a lot of fun going out and collecting bodies. Did you murder anyone, Sean? <laughs> I actually did have to murder someone because no. I was in a I was in a pinch. I really needed some some flesh and and, and uh, body parts. And like, it had to be fresh, you know. Had to go murder someone. <laughs> Only the finest quality. <laughs> well, guys. You've played some awesome games. I'm excited. I want to try this new Seven Wonders variant. I cannot wait. Different game, same idea. Perfect for me because I'm a slow learner sometimes. (laughs) But as always, guys, thanks for joining us. And Josh? Play nice. 